Well, hello, everybody. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you, blessing you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we're in this series called Knowing the God I Pray To. See, knowing the God we pray to affects very much how we have relationship with God. Because all of us have images and thoughts about who God is. And those images and thoughts very often are given to us by other people. And based on maybe the country, the culture that we're raised in, we might have particular images of God that limit who God really is. It's not that there's something wrong with the image we have. It's that maybe there are other images that are even more expansive of who God is and how we can relate to God in our prayer and in our personal relationship with God. Now, our daily devotionals are all about helping us relate to God exactly in the place where we are. One of the questions that I get asked from time to time, is God a man or is God a woman? Is God male or female? It's a great question. It really is a great question. When we read much of the Bible, the Bible is written so often in, in the masculine, in the masculine. So is God really a male? We talk about God the Father, Jesus as male. Is God male or female? Well, let's go to the scriptures and let's read uh, from the New Revised Standard Version from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And it says, And then God said, Let us make humankind. Many translations say man. Many uh, translations say man. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Right? In male and female, he created them. When we think about God and how God created human beings, God created us male and female in his image. In his image. So why are we so dominated with a male and masculine language. Well, one of the reasons for that, and, and, and there's a few, but one of the reasons for that is, is that uh, when the scriptures were written, the scriptures were written according to people's intellect at the time, their knowledge at the time, their skill at the time, what they were aware of in the world at the time. Uh, and then God, through the Holy Spirit, inspired them in the era, the time when they lived. Much of the scriptures were written thousands of years ago when we believed, as I've said on a number of occasions, when the world, we believed the world, or people then believed the world was flat. And if you got to the end of it, you would fall off. It was written in a particular era. It was often, it was written in, in environments that were very male dominated. And male dominated because men physically are stronger than women. Men are often a lot more aggressive than women. And so men dominated. Men defended, men dominated so much. And so, and so it was written, the scriptures often were written in these patriarchal societies where man, the male, was dominant. Now, I was raised in a family of five boys. I had two older brothers, two younger brothers. There was dad and there was mum. But when you're a little boy, you don't think of mum as being a female or a girl. You think of mum as being, well, mum. And, and uh, the biggest insult that when we boys were playing or arguing uh, or fighting, the biggest thing you, could, you'd turn to, you, you might turn to each other and you say, oh, you're a girl. 
And really what we were talking about is, well, you're weak. That's what we were really trying to say. And, and, and I must admit, that's the environment that I grew up. It, would, it was not uncommon in that day and era uh, for those thoughts. Seems abhorrent today, but it wasn't back then. And then I married 39 years ago a girl who was smaller than me, who, would, who was very thin and skinny, who was kind of quiet, but very smart. And I married this girl. And when I married her, the thought occurred to me is, well, I'm stronger. Oh, and, I, and physically I am. But I never knew who Rosemary was. And I was in for an education throughout the last 39 years. I remember one of the very earliest things, we'd been married for 17 months and Rosemary got pregnant. And I remember driving her to the hospital and we walked into the delivery room and Rosemary said to me, she said, I'm happy to take drugs and gas and needles and do them to do whatever you want. But she said, can I just see how I go before any of that happens as we go through labor? I watched her for the next 30 hours nearly off and on go through what I know no man could do psychologically or physically, you know, let alone anatomically. Um, and, and, and I remember I remember leaving the hospital thinking, oh, my goodness, it rocked my world. And I saw Rosemary go through that five times so much so that and, and, and she never had anything. And she was very happy to if she had to so much. So just as, uh, by the way, when we had our last uh, daughter, Cassandra, uh, I remember saying to the nurse, it looks like we're going to get through this without having any gas. And I always wanted to have the gas. And the nurse walked out of the room. She comes back with all these sterilized packets of masks and tubes and she connects it up and she says, well, here, have it. So I'm sitting there on the bed uh, whilst Rosemary's in labor and I'm on the gas. It was fantastic. But anyway, that's another story. I've watched Rosemary through the years go through terrible times of hardship, unspeakable times of hardship with all sorts of things from health to, look, to raising children. Uh, when I went to her and said, listen, I want to I'm, I'm do this ministry thing that others haven't done and share the gospel in new ways. And I don't know if it'll work, uh, but I'm not. But I probably won't earn any money. For years we went without and Rosemary went and worked and helped with the family. I've seen Rosemary in those years give up meal after meal after meal. She'd give up her food all the time for the kids for me. I saw her go. I've seen her in all kinds of ways go through different kinds of struggle and a strength within her that is simply extraordinary. And then through the years, I started to think about my mum. I never appreciated that about my mum, but I saw the same qualities in my mother. And then with other women that I've worked with and I've known and friends, I've seen similar qualities in all of them. And the scriptures, what does it say? For God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them male and female, he created them because the book was written in an era uh, and, and, and in a particular way, in a patriarchal society, a male dominated society, we can fall into the trap of thinking that God is only male. When, when I want to encourage you right now is in your prayer, begin to think about those feminine aspects of God. It will transform your prayer life. It will transform your your, your, the way that you relate to God. 
rosemary when it comes to areas such as just the, the whole idea, idea of just intuition and feeling and, and the things that rosemary brings are just so much more advanced than, than, than I as, for want of a better way, a simple male brings. And all of that is a reflection of the image and likeness of God. Uh, I want to encourage you, there's so much more that you can say. But if you could change your image to seeing God as male and female, knowing that it's written in a particular way, it would transform the way you experience and encounter God. Loving Father, I thank you today that it, there is so much more to understanding you, to the God that we pray to. Lord God, I, I thank you for Rosemary and I thank you for the women in my life, for my mother and the many other women in my life, for how they have revealed you to me. And wherever I've been able to see you through them and through the lives and the way that they have lived their life, through both joy and hardship. Lord God, I pray that you would renew our image so that we can encounter you more deeply. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.